Welcome to Garden Path Podcast. <laughs> and who are you? Forest. Do you like to garden? Mm-hmm. Do you like to go hiking? Yeah. Did we go hiking last weekend? I guess. Here's a bug over here in the plant. So this episode is a little bit different than what I've been doing the last several weeks. This time we went out to East Texas and the Big Thicket to do some hiking. And I recorded segments along the three different places that we went. And so it's a bit of an audio tour of the plants and ecosystems we saw. Um, I'm going to let you know that it's a little longer than what I've been recording this episode. And uh, so stick with it. And at the end, I have some stuff I'm going to kind of correct and elaborate on just a little bit. I also put some stuff in the show notes if you want to read a little bit more about what I talk about or if you're interested in visiting any of these places. Um, so, yeah, as I was recording, I couldn't remember some plant names and it kind of just was like talking off the top of my head uh, a couple of times. So I wanted to clarify that. So stay tuned at the end for a few of those clarifications. We are in Warren, Texas, here in Deep East Texas, the Big Thicket area. Uh, we came to Watson Native Plant Preserve today. I haven't been here in probably seven years. Um, it was formerly the home of Geraldine Watson. She was an instrumental person in getting the Big Thicket National Preserve and Park uh, protected. And hold on, I see a skipper. I'm gonna take, oh, never mind. It flew away. It was a hair streak. Oh, and people are coming. Someone hit pause. So Geraldine Watson was pretty instrumental in getting the Big Thicket National Preserve protected back in the 60s and 70s from development and development would have been oil and gas and the logging industries here in East Texas. So there's several patchworks of uh, tracks of the Big Thicket National Preserve and then also there's her property uh, here in Warren which she had she had she died uh back in 2012 i believe um but she had uh created this little east texas beautiful pine savanna <laughs> upland area lowland area wetlands uh it's just hard to explain how just cool and diverse this little place is like where i'm where i'm standing right now i'm at her in the in the savanna area behind the pond and you know i see colic root and liatris and grass pink orchids and uh, you know longleaf pines and red maples pitcher plants all sorts of just really cool neat endemic species to this region and you know you kind of had to trek out here to come and enjoy it I mean you can see you can see these places in other parts of the big thicket other parts of East Texas that aren't protected but 
you know, kind of getting all the species together in one space, like what happens here at Watson Preserve is, is not, uh, not so common. It's just a really peaceful place. When we pulled in, there were a few people uh, here already, We've, but it's mostly been quiet for us uh, so far. We've seen few flower milkweed. There's an, I think it's clasping milkweed. Uh, also have seen uh, just butterfly milkweed, tuberosa. I know there's some other species out here that I haven't identified. <laughs> been taking a lot of pictures. It's not a habitat I'm always in very often, so I'm not up to speed on a lot of the uh, plants. I'm taking lots of lots of pictures. I brought a lot of my books so I can look at on the drive home and kind of refresh my memory on some of the things that are out here. But if you do want to come out to East Texas, if you are in the area and you want to come to the Big Thicket, drop by the Watson Preserve too. It's free to get in, but you they always accept donations uh, so they can keep you know the property maintained, keep species out that shouldn't be here, invasives, but not even invasives, but just native plants that want to colonize and keep going through the succession phases um, and they you know have to do work sometimes and keep the trails open uh, but there's a couple places to park there's a little porta potty if you need to use it um, and it's a great little place to come visit Say what you saw. I saw. I'm seeing some little fishies in this pond right now. And there's some fall shrimp in here. There's also some big fishies in the pond. Some small fishies. What kind of fish were there? There are some big sunfish and some fish over there. Take a picture of that one. <laughs> that red one over there. Okay, I will in a minute. And we've got some, a lot of small fish in this lake. <laughs> We just crossed another boardwalk down along by her old house in the hillside with a ton of bracken fern, some royal ferns, a lot of other, a uh, couple different ferns that I don't know the name of. A um, little boggy, marshy area with wax myrtles and some bay trees and irises and a couple uh, willows walking through here. Gonna go back down to the pond where there's a lot of water lilies walk around there. Heard a rumble of thunder in the distance. You might have picked it up. 
Ooh, there's some more of that milkweed, buddy. Hard to want to leave here. It's so peaceful. There's somebody coming down across the road there. Some giant longleaf pine cones. They're huge. But we're gonna head back to the uplands, back to the car, and head to another place to go hiking. Um, we're out here at the big thicket pitcher plant bog. We actually took a different route to get here from the Watson Preserve. Some back dirt road, county road situation. Uh, crossed into the Turkey Creek unit of the big thicket and then this over this little wooden uh, weight limit load uh, bridge over Turkey Creek itself and came up uh, back <laughs> down a different way that we normally do. It was actually really kind of cool to take it slow, see some different scenery, and then we ended up having a bunch of uh, horseflies, or um, they, I'm not sure they're horseflies, but some kind of biting fly at least, deer flies, they're smaller, right? Uh, swarming the car, we're like, don't roll the windows down. But the picture plant bog looks great. I haven't been out here since December of 2013, <clears throat> when uh, our company actually did a survey here for the big thicket and uh, a plant survey and delineation and, and a big report for it and so I haven't seen it since then and that was December so a lot different as well. We call it being wet and it's pretty dry right now actually so you set the scene there's a nice boardwalk to get out here there's actually a concrete walkway so if you are you're in a wheelchair or something like that it's an accessible trail for you to come out to see the picture plant bog now, once you leave the boardwalk and head down to um, the rest of the trail, you can link up to the Turkey Creek Trail, uh, which I think is about 13 miles long, if I recall. Um, that's not wheelchair accessible, but this section is, so you can see this gorgeous pitcher plant savanna, Saracenia alata with, what else is out here right now? Um, the Rincospora. <sighs> It's a tall, the big one. It's not Colorado. It's, uh, I want to call it Gigantia, but I could be wrong. So I'll have to edit that later and tell you what it is. Um, that's the big one. And there's some sort of Cinna blooming that I don't know what it is. It's this pretty yellow flower. And then, you know, a lot of sapling uh, bay and things like that trying to come up around it with some, there's like pipe warts and grasses and xyrus which is a iris relative it's called yellow eye grass uh, kind of all in here really kind of pretty and it's a very humid sunny day but there is also well sunny partly cloudy <laughs> there's also thunder and rain around in the area but the pitcher plant bog itself is beautiful we just had some lunch and we're gonna keep walking around I think and go check 
out the rest of the trail and see what else we can see and then walk around um come back through the pitch plant bog and maybe head over to another trail it depends on uh the rain situation as long as it holds off we will keep exploring out here in east texas in the big thicket and i'll probably do some more sound clips through here as we hike along the trail So we finished up our hike at the other trail, the Pitcher Plant Trail, caught up and did a loop at the, uh, woo, dropping things here. <laughs> caught up and did the trail, a loop from the Pitcher Plant Trail, Turkey Creek Trail, back over to the Pitcher Plant Trail. And uh, kind of an uplandy area in the back. Not a lot of super diverse species. Uh, going on there but it was a nice little walk that trail is actually pretty busy today it wasn't like you know 50 people but they were in and out five or ten people over the time period so then we came over here to the sundew trail i think this is the hickory creek unit and so we're checking out the subboard walk over here i've only been here once there's a couple trails in here um I don't remember a whole heck of a lot about this trail, but I just found an interesting hair streak butterfly. I had to look it up. It's all dark gray with some blue and red on its end of its wings. I've also seen two zebra swallowtails. Very excited about that. Not very common, really, at all by my area of Houston. <laughs> What? We have a surprise. You have a surprise for me. No, what do you close your eyes? Now! What is it? Fern field. A fern field? It is a fern field. Take a picture <laughs> a lot. Take a lot of pictures? It's very pretty. Take a lot. Okay. Oh, hold on. Dad says he saw something. What does Dad see? Sundews. Cool. All the sundews. There's a whole bunch right there. It's a really nice, ferny area. Pictures of this big fern Okay. So we left Fern Field, as my son was saying it, and we walked to the White Flower Field, which is really just a bunch of pipe warts. And you know, I'm gonna have to th look up the actual name of these. Uh, but the pipe warts, some hibiscus in here, some various sedges and rancospora. What was it? It was like pale blue lobelia. So I'm not, I'm not gonna even try to guess which lobelia that is, but that one's really pretty. It's a nice little field here. There's actually not a lot of sundews in this section yet. Just the little bit we saw not too long ago. But I think I'm going to see some other, some yellow. Might be entering yellow flower land here in a second for you guys. It's a nice walk. We got some tai tai to the left and some persimmon trees. A little bit shrubbier on that side.
So we've walked off the boardwalk to a different part of the trail. Ooh, there's something else I'm going to take a picture of. Looks like a maybe Allium dramundii. Different Allium. But we watched a zebra swallowtail for a few minutes. First we thought it was looking for nectar, but then it kept flying low and like bouncing off leaves. So I think it must have been a female looking to lay eggs. I believe pawpaws are their host plant. Um, so now we're looking for pawpaws to look and see if we can find caterpillars or eggs or something, but we haven't found anything so far. But um, yeah, this is a kind of a neat area off the trail. There's a lot of interesting, I think these are giant coneflower plants right here. This weird allium I just saw. There's some more colic root, a lot of liatris. Um, and then we were talking about a lot of the scorch marks on the pine trees here um, about fire and fire ecology and how the big thicket and a lot of ecosystems in the southeast and other areas of the U.S. of course too, but rely on fire for uh, the health of the ecosystem. So we're trying to <laughs> tell my son that why there was a fire here and uh, explain that to him too while we're enjoying our hike. Got a little bit of a sun shower here going on the trail. Found several very interesting plants that I'm not sure where they are. I see something else interesting, but kind of got my camera down my shirt right now so it doesn't get wet. Um, but the sun's out. Like I said, the sun shower. It's not going to last too long. But there are so many cool plants that I don't know what they are. I'm going to have to look so many of them up. Just a cool, cool habitat. I wish I was, wish I was over here more often to know what everything is. Unfortunately, just don't get to get this direction too much. So our little sun shower stopped. I stopped at these Echinacea sanguinea. I have been eyeballing these for a couple of weeks. I saw some over in Sam Houston National Forest, and I didn't, they were on the side of the road. There wasn't a good place to pull over, but there has been quite a few over here in the thicket. So I've been taking pictures, and they're so gorgeous. They have these thin petals, um, and they're just like kind of a little bit darker pink at the base. And then they fade out to like a whitish light pink at the end. They're just so gorgeous. And then the bracken ferns here are just amazing. I, I, there's a couple of great places for them over by my area of the state, but bracken ferns along these boardwalks here make everything look a little bit primordial.
So as the day is turning into more sun and we're in this habitat that reminds me of Florida a little bit, uh, North Florida at least. Sandy, pines, ferns, different interesting botanical plants. Um, I don't know, it's kind of easy to think about hiking in the before times. <laughs> and it's easy to think, oh, holy cow, hold on. It's a giant coneflower that's variegated. Do you see this variegated leaves, Chris? See this variegated plant? I think it's one of those giant coneflowers. So I am <laughs> like half a foot away from a zebra swallowtail caterpillar. We were walking along and my husband goes, oh, hey, stop, I found something you're gonna wanna see. And sure enough, he was, he's been looking on the pawpaws for me. And, cause I've been looking for wildflowers. <laughs> And sure enough, there is this little caterpillar. We Googled it just to make sure uh, we were talking. It was a red caterpillar. And it is. It's hard to explain what it looks like if you've never seen it. Um, it's mostly like yellow, white, gray stripes. But they're all, it's mostly, and it's not, they're not, they're not bright and vibrant. It's kind of dull. And honestly, you know, my son thought it was a chrysalis at first because it has that kind of shape where it's wide at the top and tapers off at the bottom. And I'm not sure, maybe it, maybe it is getting ready to be in chrysalis, um, but it's not that big. It's only an inch long, not even in May, not even an inch long. It's pretty small. So, and I, so I'm just talking, I don't even know like what their life cycle is like. I've never studied it, but um, it was really cute, but there was a couple of, um, uh, daddy long legs hanging around on the pawpaw too. And I knocked it, I was knocking them off and it kind of made the caterpillar all mad. So it had the, you know, the two horns and I can't think of the real names, the proper scientific names for them. Uh, you know, like other swallowtails will do, um, if you make them really mad, uh, those came out as well. So he was not very happy with being jostled around. But anyway, I'm taking some pictures down here at this pawpaw, looking around at this. It's really cool. Um, really cool to be able to see this. I'm going to look for a couple more pawpaws on my way out. Oh man, that was really cool. <laughs> I am excited about that. Now I really want to find out what that hair streak was as well. Because um, that might be a cool find too. But super excited about that caterpillar and um, I was just thinking how much of a nice sunny day it is out here now that it's kind of cleared up a little bit and the pine trees and the ferns and the botanical wonders and it reminds me of some hiking in Florida um, North Florida at least and honestly it kind of makes me think about <laughs> you know the before times when you don't think about everything that is going on right now but being out here has been really great today definitely a little further than we probably would normally feel comfortable with given the circumstances but uh, it was a good trip for seeing some cool botanical and animal uh, encounters still hoping for maybe some other cool animal encounter. I've only 
seen a few things like a frog and a couple other things that keep my son entertained. Nothing too crazy, but uh, I'm happy, so. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to all of that. Uh, some of the clarifications. So I mentioned Geraldine Watson, and she was very instrumental in protecting the big thicket and getting that established. And I have a couple of links in the show notes, some articles where she was interviewed talking about just like impacts that it had on her family because it was not a popular thing for uh, that area of the state at that time in the 60s. So Geraldine, she became very interested in you know, plants and ecology, and she wrote two books through her lifetime, A Big Thicket Plant Ecology and Reflections on the Neches, which is about the Neches River, which is one of the big uh, rivers in East Texas that there's a couple units of the Big Thicket that are on. And one of the quotes I wanted to kind of leave you with with her was that I read in one of the articles was, how are we going to save the world if we don't understand what makes it what it is? So that kind of really stuck with me in just a general thought process of learning about everything around us, not just in our gardens, but everything beyond it as well. And Geraldine died on April 6th of 2012 at the age of 87. So she did quite a lot of work for, you know, 87 years of her life and, uh, you know, She's just one little facet of all these people in our world doing great things for the environment. Now, the Big Thicket was actually finally authorized and became a national preserve in October of 1974. And national preserves are a little bit different than a lot of national parks because they have some alternate uses. And now one of those would be uh, oil and gas exploration. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you hear little feet pattering around, that's my son. Um, and, you know, sometimes there's like hunting, other recreation activities in national preserves. And that's kind of one of the reasons why the national preserve, was, why the big ticket was created as a national preserve instead of a national park because of all of these issues that it had in getting to be formed. So sometimes you take what you can get and go from there. A couple other things I mentioned. One was the Turkey Creek Trail, and I think I said it was 13 miles. It's actually 15 miles, and that's one way. So, uh, and it has backpacking opportunities. So if you want to go hike on that trail, it would be a great, you know, you know, for some people it's an overnighter, other people it's a multi-day adventure. But that would be a trail to check out if you're interested in long trails in Texas. The hair streak we ended up finding was a great purple hair streak, and. Their host plants are a particular species of mistletoe, and it seems pretty widespread throughout like the southern half of the United States, from like California all the way over to South Carolina, Virginia. But um, East Texas didn't have a ton of sightings. I don't know if we just don't have a lot of mistletoe, but there's a lot of sightings in DFW, Austin. This is based on things I've seen on iNaturalist. So that was a cool one. And then finally, I kept in two clips. Uh, one where I was starting to wax poetic about North Florida and the before times and then I found a variegated plant and I called my husband over and thinking it was maybe one of the giant coneflower which it was not it turned out to be a rough stem rosenweed uh, Silphium radula so I wanted to correct you guys on that and I think I may have talked about a Rincospora gigantea at some point uh, when I was talking about the white flat top sedge at Watson Preserve 
And uh, what I meant was there are two white flat top sedges, uh, Rucospora colorata, which is a smaller plant, and then Rucospora latifolia, which is a taller plant. And they're both are very, very cool plants. So um, I just couldn't remember the names at the top of my head. And the latifolia is taller, and that's why I was thinking Gigantia. So that is that. I'm sure there's some other things I may have had some errors on, but those are the ones that were I wanted to elaborate on. So do check out the show notes. It'll be at thegardenpathpodcast.com if you want to read more about all the cool places that I talked about in this episode. Do you want to say anything about our hike? We hiked in big videos. I sent them to Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have fun on your hike? Yeah. But not really fun. I was tired. Oh, okay. Here I got a fin, fin, fin stick. Made oh. of wood. I think it's the, from the tree right above us right now. Yeah. So that is it for this episode. Maybe I will record some more like this throughout the summer. But next week will be a regular good old garden episode. Have a good weekend.